Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Don Jackson Blattner joins us on Thursdays, usually about this time, the author and registered dietitian and nutritionist. DonJacksonBlattner.com is her website. You should follow her on Instagram, DJ Blattner. Um, a couple, you know, Don, I, I hate to just dive right in. I know there's a few things on your mind, but we get so many calls and text messages for you. Do you mind if I just pick it up where we left off last time? No, sounds great. Sounds great. And then we'll, we'll get to some of the things you want to talk about, including reading food labels, which is a challenge on many fronts. Okay. You said last week we should all eat three cups of vegetables and two cups of fruits every day, right? Yes, those are the stats, and that's for a better mood. It's for less disease, like disease prevention. It is really the key. I would say, you know how everybody wants to go on a diet and take things out? I would say and challenge us that if we could really add that in, that three cups of vegetables and two cups of fruit, that would be the most powerful place to start to shift your health. I was thinking that for those people that are trying to lose weight or maintain a lower weight and they're denying them food, how about if rather than just going hungry, you sate your appetite with fruits and vegetables? I, I don't know if that works out, like the health benefit offsets any additional weight you would gain. Does anybody get fat eating fruits and vegetables? No, actually, I'll tell you, that's exactly what the whole health world is trying to do now and say, instead of trying to cut things out, Focus on what you can eat. Focus on what to add. Psychologically, you do better on diets like that. But also, it shakes out that not only do you lose weight, but you're doing it in such a healthy way that you get the health benefits. So, yeah, this is the way to go. What can I add? And that's fruits and vegetables, for sure. But I've also been thinking about what if I had a, a juice drink that was low, like a V8? Hey, listen, you definitely can count a juice that if it's made primarily with vegetables and some fruit toward some of that count. But the big problem is, is that juices generally have no fiber, none of the fiber. So juicing removes that. And so it really doesn't make you as full as if you were actually eating, you know, the two cups of spinach, the six stalks of celery, the whole cucumber that went into that juice. So it makes it so concentrated and not filling. So that's why it's sort of this, you know, yes, you can have juices. Yes, they're good, especially when they're fruits and vegetables. But don't count them as all because that fiber missing is, a, is an issue. My son cooked uh, some chicken breast the other night, and uh, we didn't have any potato, but it sort of felt like a sour cream on the side. He sort of topped it off with a Greek yogurt cucumbery thing. Um, maybe there was some seasoning in there, but... It, it kind of had a nice, creamy, satisfying texture. It was very flavorful. Um, no problem with that, right, Don? Ooh, I love that. Sounds like a tzatziki sauce yes, with the yes, cucumber yes, in there. Yes. I love that. And actually, that is a great uh, sort of like dupe in the world. Instead of something that's creamy and made with mayonnaise, make it with 2% Greek yogurt. So think about you know ranch dressing. Like, I love it. I think it's so great. And you can make a dupe of it. Uh, that's much healthier for you, higher in protein with probiotics with that yogurt. And I got to tell you, I think a plain chicken breast is fine, but you do a good sauce like that. And that, I, I, you know, I want to eat that. 
So I think, you know, really leaning into the, the sauce and the seasoning is where it's at when it comes to enjoying healthy eating. What about Joe? You're on WGN. Joe, what's the question you've got for Don Jackson Blattner? Yeah, hi, uh, John. Thanks for uh, taking my call. Um, I wanted to ask Don about protein shakes. Um, I don't know, there's this myth about, you know, working out and drinking protein shakes. Some people say it's just a lot of sugar you're taking in. Some people say it helps with the muscles. I don't know. What, 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 is, what is our take on protein shakes? And also, if you have a history of uh, maybe a little bit of a high blood sugar level, what, what is it? Yes. Okay, so here's the deal. Protein shakes are either really great or really bad, depending on how you make them. So a protein shake that has water as the base as opposed to like a fruit juice. Water would be much better because it does not raise your blood sugar putting the protein powder in there, and then not loading it up with a ton of fruit, just like a half a cup of fruit, and then putting in a lot of vegetables. Like a protein shake is great with spinach or baby kale, and even a cauliflower in there can be great. So if your shake is made like that, it can be a great opportunity to get in fruits a little bit, vegetables, and the protein without raising your blood sugar. Now, I also have to say, Food is always going to be the first thing that I say. So protein shakes are never as good as if you were going to actually eat like eggs and sprout a grain toast and spinach and avocado in the morning uh, because you get a lot more nutrition when you're eating all the variety of foods rather than just a shake. But if you're in a pinch, I think shakes, when made right, are great. Is there a store brand that you do or don't like? Do people buy this over the counter, Don? Okay, so when you're doing protein Uh, powder for these shakes, there's really two things to think about. One is, do you want it to be uh, like a whey-based or animal-based powder, or do you want it to be plant-based, like pea protein, hemp protein, brown rice protein? So I usually tell people to do a mix, that some days do a more animal-based whey protein, some days do plant protein. And then looking at the sugar content, a lot of these uh, protein powders will have low sugar amounts, but just look on the label. It'll say added sugar. You really want it to be, I would say, eight, nine grams max per serving. Um, And some even have zero, so that would be even better. Speaking of reading the label, I know you were shopping at a store with a friend and had some observations about how we do or don't correctly read the labels in the stores you got a question for Don, too? 312-981-7200. Talking to Don Jackson-Blattner on WGN. She is the registered dietitian and nutritionist and author. You see her on national TV sometimes, and she visits with us on Thursdays at this time to talk about the food we are and aren't eating and how we do it. Don, before you go into reading labels, a couple more fast questions for you. Give us some fast answers. Ready? I'm ready. Hey, John. Hey, Don. It sure sounds like that's a lot of food for us to eat in a day. Your response to that? Ah, the three cups of veggies and the two cups of fruit. Yep. I, <laughs> hey, listen, we are eating way more than that as a country. I will tell you that for sure. And uh, fruits and vegetables, they are 90% water. So actually, you're chewing it up and feeling like you're eating a robust amount of food. But in the end, it's doing more hydration than it is actually being too filling. So I wouldn't worry about that. And here's the thing. Test it. I love the word test. Test it out. See if you did for a day, two days, seven days, three cups of veggies and two cups of fruit, and see. Do you feel 
full? Do you feel energized? How do you feel? This one says, can you ask about the best water to drink? Filtered water, city water, bottled water. Do you have an opinion about that, Dawn? Uh, Here's the deal. We are so lucky. Uh, We are so lucky that we can go to our water in our house and drink it. Uh, I think that is just such a miracle thing. So I I will say, listen, we're lucky to have safe drinking water. Drink it as is. If you want to go to the next level because you like the taste of it being, you know, uh, filtered water that you have like in your fridge in a pitcher or you like, um, you know, a water filter that you have out on the counter, I would say go for it. But, you know, uh, taking a step back and thinking like how lucky we are with safe drinking water that we can just get right out of the faucet is just like it is a miracle. That is a bona fide first world problem. I prefer the um, sparkling. I I like LaCroix. I I drink that like soda and I tell myself it's water. That's a fair bet for me, right? You definitely get credit for drinking water when it's a sparkling water that has no sugar added like a LaCroix. So definitely that's true. It also is true that you got to make sure that stuff is not just sitting on your teeth. So when you're drinking it, you know, I always say if you're drinking one, have then a glass of water plain afterwards. Make sure that you don't have uh, the carbonated beverage laying on your teeth. Ask Dawn the difference between frozen and fresh vegetables as far as nutrients. Ooh, this is a good one. Okay, so frozen <laughs> vegetables are technically frozen at their peak nutrition, okay? So a lot of times we say, oh, you know, we've had this uh, broccoli sitting in our fridge for a week, um, and it's losing nutrition where that frozen broccoli has actually you know, been frozen when it's the most nutritious. However, I will tell you this. Um, a lot of times it's one of those things where, so the answer is fresh and frozen are both great. Um, but go with the one that you tend to like the most, you know. So a lot of people will say, you know, I don't really like frozen broccoli, you know, but I much prefer it fresh. Well, then, you know, stock your house with fresh, but have always, always, always frozen vegetables as a backup. Because I don't know how many times I have not been to the store. I'm trying to eat enough fruits and vegetables, and I've got nothing in my fridge. But in my freezer, I have the frozen berries. I have frozen spinach. I have frozen cauliflower rice. I have broccoli so that I always have an opportunity to eat vegetables, you know, on those days I haven't gone shopping. So they're both equally nutritious, and maybe you eat the fresh, and when you're done with those, you go to your frozen stores. Are celery stocks subject to food poisoning, even if they only sit out for a short time? Oh, interesting. Well, okay, here's the deal, is that when we get food poisoning, it's most likely from actually fresh produce that's been cross-contaminated with other things. So, like, when you hear reports about, you know, people at big festivals getting sick, often it's time from fresh salsa or from the fresh vegetables because it's been cross-contaminated with something. So we want to make sure, first and foremost, when we're eating fruits and vegetables, they're washed perfectly well. Um, But then when you keep them out after they've been washed perfectly well, you can keep them out longer than the two-hour time frame that you get for other foods, but not too much longer. So, you know, an extra couple of hours is not that big of a deal. Um, But again, keeping washed clean at the get-go is the key. You realized after being at the grocery store with a friend, people sometimes don't know how to read labels. What did you see? Oh my gosh. This is kind of like a boring topic to me. It's like, oh, teach people how to read food labels. But it's actually so important. So I so here's what happened. I was in the store. We were in like the pretzel aisle looking for something to dip. It was like Super Bowl uh, time frame. 
And I saw her pick up a thing of pretzels and put them in the cart. And I was like, why did you put those in the cart? And she's like, well, you know, I was looking at the sodium on there. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I've got to teach a label reading class right now to you, my friend. And the first most important thing, when you are picking up a package, do not look at numbers first. Do not look at the numbers first. Always bring your magnifying glass and look at the fine print of ingredients. The number one step on a food label is looking at ingredients first. And if you do that, you can say, oh, look, pretzels are made with just refined white flour. These are probably no great to add to my cart. Put them back. I'm going to keep looking. Oh, look, here's pretzels that are made with 100% whole grain. Actually, the ones that we ended up getting was whole grain sorghum, which sounds weird, but it's a delicious whole grain. And so we're getting pretzels that are made with actually whole foods because we looked at the ingredient list first. Now, if you want to make another stop on that, uh, you know, little sheet of numbers, yeah, okay, then after you look in the ingredients and it's made out of real food, you can go into the numbers, and there's this cool rule that I think nobody knows about. It's called the 5 and 20 rule, and basically all that says is when you see all the percentages on the food label, on the number section, is when something says 5%, it means low, and when something says 20%, it means high. So if you're like, I don't know how much sodium I'm supposed to have in a bag of pretzels, well, if it says 5%, you know, that's a low sodium If it says 20%, you know it's high sodium and it's somewhere in between. It's moderate. And you can use that for sodium. You could use it for added sugar. You could use it for fiber. And, in fact, like if fiber says 5% fiber, that means it's low fiber. But we want high fiber. So maybe you're looking for a cereal or um, a cracker that has a higher percentage Mm -hmm. of fiber. So, you know, anyway, the moral of the story is if you're trying to figure out what to put in your grocery cart that's actually healthy – and you want to read a food label, always look at ingredients first and then start looking at the numbers and you can use the 5 and 20 rule. And I guess, you know what, I should probably say, the, the second most important thing is serving size because a lot of times you'll read on there and it'll be like, oh, pretzel. And you can say, oh, this serving size is pretty um, uh, not close to what I'm going to be eating. <laughs> so you can do some math in your head yeah, and say, right. you know, I'm likely to eat What if I had two servings. pretzels? You know what I like yes, are those little exactly. flat pretzel wedges they got where you can scoop like little shovels um <laughs> but i have not checked to see if that's a whole grain uh, product or not and whole grain is the two words you've been drilling into our head for the last several weeks so i got to double check that now don it's true and i like what you said about a shovel okay i recently you know those mini bell peppers um when you cut them in half they really actually do turn into <laughs> mini shovels. Yes, that's and true. And they are a great little dipper. So on a plate, you know, if I'm doing guacamole or bean dip or whatever, I'll have regular tortilla chips out. Okay, great. But also I'll have those uh, little baby peppers cut in half and they're little pepper scoops, I call them. And they're great for dips. So you get a little bit of mix of well, chips. Well, would you entertain veggies. this? Because I, I, I hate to ask you to endorse an unhealthy idea, but those blue corn tortilla chips... Aren't those better than the white corn? <laughs> yes, actually, it's true. Okay, so corn tortilla chips really aren't so bad. Uh, it's just oftentimes what we dip them into that uh, is probably worse for us. 
But you're absolutely right that blue corn actually has a little bit more antioxidants, a little more helpful compounds in there than uh, the white corn or the yellow corn. So, yes, I mean, again, you got to be careful about health halos that, you know, when you hear something is healthier, that oftentimes we're like, well, then I guess I'll have 10 more. (laughs) So, you know, it's not that much healthier, but it is uh, a little bit of an upgrade. Okay, one last question from one of our listeners on the phone. Robert, you're on WGN with Don Jackson-Blattner. Hi. I had tried VH juice. I thought that would be a good substitute because I don't always get on my vegetables. But it was so salty I couldn't eat it. I'm not a good salt person. I don't. I avoid salt. So I tried to have a less sodium one, and it tasted just awful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I think this is such a great call because, yes, V8 is one of the higher sodium drinks that you can choose. So a lot of times, like on the airplane, too, when you see people drinking that, you know, super salty um, tomato juice, you're like, oh, my gosh, they're going to be extra bloated from this flight for sure. But going to the low-sodium version does not surprise me that he found it to not taste great because our taste buds absolutely will get acclimated to what we're used to. So if we're used to saltier foods and we go to something low-sodium, the first few times we eat it, it's going to not taste great. However, the deal is is that we can retrain our taste buds to like lower-sodium stuff. So my recommendation to that is if you really want to do a low-sodium B8 uh, because you like the idea of getting in some extra veggies but not so much salt, um, there is something interesting that happens with citrus. So lemon and lime mimic the taste of salt on our tongue. So if you did a low-sodium B8 and squeezed a little lemon in there, for example, uh, it would be more palatable and it would get you more acclimated to that lower-sodium version. Over time, you would probably be able to ditch the lemon. That's Don Jackson-Blattner. A lot more questions came in than we answered today. If we didn't answer yours, we'll pick it up next Thursday. I want a TV show where you are pushing the shopping cart up and down the aisle and being yourself and giving people ideas about what to buy, what not to buy, and going, oh, look at this label. I think that would be a, I think that would be a great TV feature. But thank you for coming on the radio, Don. So much. Talk to you next week. Follow her on Instagram, DJ Blattner. Don Jackson Blattner.com's the website.